Hey, it's Johnny Marks. Thank you so much for checking out the Marks in the Morning podcast. Remember, you can listen to myself, Carrie Mack, and JP weekdays from 6 to 10 live on K92.3. Sunshine, get out of bed. It's time to get your day started. This is Marks in the Morning on K92.3. Can I get a countdown? Can I get a countdown? Three, two, one. Woo! Welcome back. It's Friday, Jr. We're almost there to the weekend. Marks in the Morning. I'm Johnny Marks. Carrie Mack is here. JP is here. Everybody's wearing a hat but me today. I'll go get my hat, guys. Fine. <laughs> I see how it is. We've got two different hats. So Carrie Mack is wearing one I've never seen before. Oh, I've never worn it in front of you before? No. How would you describe this hat? And we'll get a photo of it up in a moment here. I would describe it as a chic hobo. <laughs> chic hobo? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Hobo chic. Hobo chic. It's very in right now, but it's like a, a, like a fedora Stetson situation. <laughs> Do you know how in like a cartoon... When somebody has a jug of what's probably moonshine, it says like XXX on the jug. Yes. That's what your hat looks like. It's got stitches that are in the shape of an X. Yeah. So, and I left my moonshine in the car. <laughs> I was going to ask. Probably not the best place to leave your moonshine in a car. I hope it's sealed up. Otherwise, you're going to get in trouble. See, I was going to call it, I knew it wasn't correct, but the first word that came to my mind was a derby hat. I know it's not a derby, a derby hat. hat. But that's the first thing that came to my mind. Kind of looks like one. I would love to wear a derby hat. I would love to go to the Kentucky Derby. That would be kind of fun. What's the drink there? A mint julep? Is mint that what yes. you yeah. Yes. Your hat needs to be yay high. You know, you walk in and it's like how tall to ride the roller coaster. You walk into the Kentucky Derby and if your hat's not <laughs> at least seven feet high, you can't get in. Or you can, but they put you in the front, which is, of course, so people can see over you. Wait, that would be good. You'd want to be in the front. Yeah. All right, JP is here on the other side of the studio. JP, what does your hat say? It says a good old baseball hat. Oh, it's a Cubs hat. Yes, it, it is. Uh, baseball yeah. season is approaching. I'm very excited. Major League Baseball season. Uh, I was reading on my Minnesota Twins. They're looking to start the season with at least 20% capacity up in Minneapolis. I don't know what the Cubs are doing. I know Illinois and Minnesota are two very different states when it comes to the pandemic, but... That's what the Twins were planning. Do you know what the Cubs were planning offhand? Well, I don't, but I know in <laughs> opening day for the Minnesota Twins, it's probably going to be 15 it's degrees, awful. so I they probably think. would only have normally 20% capacity yeah. because it's so cold. I had gone to seven in a row, seven opening through my last radio station. We'd, they'd bust us up and bust us back. You'd be surprised. There were huge crowds, but only one year that I can remember was it above 40. And it was oh. beautiful. Otherwise, it was awful every year. Um, luckily, we won most of those games somehow. All right, let's get this party started. And what a party we've got today, a throwback Thursday throwdown. We're going to give you the two songs you can vote on. Lee Bryce will be with us on the show after Smarks in the morning. That's Darius Rucker. Now, Darius Rucker uh, bringing the beers in sunshine, yes. But Rebecca Copelman saying, well, today will be the coolest day. We do have a slight chance for some snow as well. I have about 34 uh, which isn't bad by any stretch compared to what we've had, but uh, not as warm as the last couple of days. Then we'll get back up there by this weekend. Hope you're having a good Thursday uh, so far. Kind of feels weird to say that. I feel like this week is flying by. Carrie Mack, any big plans for the weekend? We're just a couple of days off. Uh, no real big plans. No real big plans right now. JP, anything going on this weekend? Well, you mentioned this week is flying by. I've been off a day all week. Yesterday, I thought it was Thursday. Today, I thought it was Friday. And you, I'm glad you keep saying it's Friday, Junior, or Thursday because I am, I'm all messed up. I keep thinking today is the start of the weekend. I got you. No, 
Today is not, unfortunately. Well, for some people, Thursday is. Thirsty Thursday. Throwback Thursday. Does that mean Carrie and I don't have to show up tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, let's try that. I'll go into your accounts and take a PTO day. That's fine. Uh, I don't have, we literally, my wife and I sent zero plans. My mom came last weekend. I love my mom to death, but she's kind of a high-maintenance guest. She is, she's like me. She doesn't sit still. And so with the pandemic, she's, even though she's half vaccinated, she doesn't want to go out and do anything. Okay, so, well, that means we have to entertain her at home. There was two days of that. She was going to leave Sunday, but then the storm came. I'm glad she didn't try to drive in that. And so we had to keep her busy till Monday, and uh, that was enough. So I'm ready for a weekend of nothing. I have a feeling that this weekend there's going to be a lot of people out and about because it's been so terribly cold the past two, three weekends that there's going to be a lot of hustle and bustle. I don't know. I have no idea what people might be doing, but I think it's going to be a good opportunity to get out and do something. Absolutely. 42 on Saturday, the early outlook. Sunday, a little bit cooler, and there's a chance for snow, about 34. But it's going to be, you're right, it's going to be probably a busy weekend. If you are waiting on a COVID vaccine to go out, one of the big stories yesterday was the Johnson & Johnson single-dose vax is moving closer to FDA approval. It has been declared safe by a review board, which means next step is the FDA decides if it gets emergency authorization. No, it doesn't have the highest rate of preventing COVID, but it has kept all of the, not all, but a good good number of the test subjects that uh, that took the vaccine out of the hospital, meaning if they did get COVID, they got a far less severe case, which increases your chances not only of survival, but of getting over it like it's, you know, not a big deal. So that's good news. Uh, there's a lot more good news than bad news when it comes to that right now. Uh, obviously, deaths are slowing. Love to see those go to zero. Uh, but until they do, for a lot of people, they're going to stay home. Totally get that. But if you are going out, your weather will at least cooperate. Here's a question for you. Random facts are coming up. I know JP is kind of a weather nut. And this is not like, a, oh, they're going to talk about weather. No, this is an actual weather thing. I'm curious to know, do you know the difference between partly cloudy and partly sunny? I do, yes. But I want to give it away. No, I no, I get it. I did not know. Carrie Mack, do you know? Uh, no, I'm not a nerd, or do I get paid to be a nerd? So, unfortunately, not. So, I talked to our friend Rebecca Kopelman yesterday. I tweeted at her, and she uh, responded with the answer. And I didn't, I didn't know. And to me, it doesn't. It, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. I'm gonna break it down in just a minute here, and we can figure out if you think it's kind of a glass half full, half empty scenario. Mark some random facts. All right. So, the term partly sunny. And the term partly cloudy. What's the difference? I don't know if you're like me where you're watching the TV. Maybe you're watching Rebecca Copelman. Maybe you just got done because she's on uh, in the mornings. But you hear that term or Nick Stewart in the evening and you go, what does that mean? Now, JP knows because he's a weather nerd. Carrie Mack, do you want to venture a guess? Let's start with partly cloudy. Okay. I think that means if it's like 55% cloudy, and then if it's like 55% sunny, that's partly sunny. Ah, I think you kind of have it backwards. Oh. So partly sunny is more clouds than sun, but not totally clouded over. These are Rebecca Kopelman's words. Partly cloudy would be part clouds, part sun, like a mix, but you're going to see more sunshine. Does that make sense? I'm I'm trying to piece everything together like a beautiful mind right now. Like, (laughs) okay, I don't understand a word of this. I'm going to leave it to the nerds. What do you think, JP? I was actually thinking the opposite. Partly sunny would mean 
But it makes sense the way you described it. It's almost the opposite of what you're saying. Partly sunny means there's a little bit of sun, but it's going to be overtaken by the clouds. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. All right. So Rebecca Kopelman's verbatim words, partly cloudy would be would be part clouds, part sun, but more sun than clouds, whereas partly sunny would be the opposite. But you're right. You'll, you'll still get some sun. Uh, I suggested to her she use the term partly moony for like this hour. Partly moony. <laughs> so I don't, I can't, we can't watch, we don't have a TV in our studio yet, but I will tell you this, if Rebecca Kobelman says the words partly moony this morning, as it's still not sunny yet, obviously the sun hasn't risen, <laughs> then your your boy Johnny Marks uh, should get some credit. It's on Twitter. I have it. Uh, how about this one? Partly night. <laughs> it's a dark night. <laughs> it's partly day. Partly day, kind of day, quasi-day, quasi-sunny. All right, uh, Rebecca will give us the real Iowa's News Now weather first forecast coming up. Don't take my word for it, but I think there will be a partly in there. Also, we've got uh, Eric Church, hell of a view, and we're getting down to the end of our educational seminar, daily educational piece with Carrie Matt called Carrie's Corner. We'll get our new word of the day coming up on Marks in the Morning. For new country, so we're getting some snow here. Uh, getting some reports of snow up between Janesville and Waverly, up on Highway 218. We have a caller on the line. Describe uh, what you're seeing. So it's so hard. You can't see about 20 feet in front of your car. And there's a there's a string of cars on 218 that are doing about 30 mile an hour. Oh, that's scary stuff. Where are you calling yeah. from right now? I just left Waverly, and I'm just getting to Cedar Falls. But you get south of Janesville, and the roads are and there's no snow. Okay. Whoop, I think we're losing you a little bit. Roads are better and there's no snow, I think is what he was saying there at the end. You pulled it up on the radar there, James? Yeah, it's strange. It's There's a few flurries around Waterloo and Cedar Falls, but there is a big blob of heavy snow exactly where he said, right between just north of Cedar Falls up to Waverly. And the DOT's website, 511ia.org, it corresponds with that, saying that that road is covered in snow right now. Drive safe, drive slow. You, it sounds like you won't have a choice. You'll be slowed way down anyways, but be prepared for that, especially if you have uh, maybe if you, you have to be somewhere right at 7 or something, you might be a little late. Better to be safe than sorry. All right. If you want more info on the uh, weather, we always have it on the K92.3 app. Or feel free when you're not driving, to, when you're safe, to uh, shoot us a message on our app or give us a call. We'd love to hear. Mac has been educating JP and I, although some of these words, they don't linger in the vocabulary very long. Let's see what today's word of the day is with Carrie. Intelligence. Aptitude. Um, where's my thesaurus? Ah, Perseverance. This is Kerry's Corner on Marks in the Morning. You have surprise snow squall as your uh, <laughs> word of the day by any chance? I'm afraid not. I do have partly moony, actually. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, it is partly moony. All right, Kerry Mack, what's our word today? I feel like you guys will like this, especially JP. Penultimate. Oh, penultimate. I was in that club back in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> What is, uh, what's the sentence? Can you give it to us in a sentence today? Yeah, today is my penultimate Carrie's Corner. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Best yet? Top of the class? Final. Close. Ooh, second to last. Yeah! Oh. All right, well, JP helped with that one a great deal. Penultimate. I, I've heard that many times before, but I guess I never realized it meant second to last. I had no idea because I don't know where the pen comes from. Ultimate. Is ultimate. Yes, good. Is it literally P-E-N ultimate? Yes. <laughs> sounds like it should be hyphenated. It sounds like it should be opposite, like ultimate pen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ultimate pen would be cool. It sounds like an like an MMA type setting <laughs> where two guys would fight. All right, pen ultimate. So that's an easy one. Easy to spell and easy to use. 
I don't know how often you'd use that. Today is the penultimate day of the week? Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Wow, that makes me sound so smart. <laughs> Carrie, I think this one is going to stick. I hope so. It's Mark's in the morning. Speaking of stick, you get to uh, stick it to one of us here when you decide which throwback Thursday throwdown is your favorite. You'll hear your options, and we'll do Nashville news coming up along with music from Luke Bryan. Questions uh, form, last-minute questions. Get them in on the K92.3 Instagram. Carrie Mack has been researching the state of Iowa, and she has come up with an Iowa quiz, a, a little Iowa test your knowledge type thing. You can see this on the K92.3 app. Now, JP is a lifelong Iowan, and I've been here for many years as well. So we're going to see how we do, mostly you, with Carrie's questionnaire. You didn't read it, right? You didn't go I on did not. I, I'm, honestly, I did not read it. Okay. And I didn't either. I took a quick glance at it, and I thought, we better save this. For my 2 3 we are the Cedar Valley's number one for new country. Amanda has a road report for us. What's going on? I just wanted to let you guys know there's an accident on... Um, that's slowing up traffic between the airport exit and Green Hill Road on 218. Oh, boy. You, uh, are you in that area right now, or did you just go by there? I just went by there. It was on going um, south. Do you think the accident was related to the weather? Yeah, I think it was probably It's pretty slick, like ice-like on the highways. Black ice. But traffic is pretty backed up. Well, drive safe. Thank you, Amanda, for the road report. And uh, you know, if you're heading... That way, drive safe. If you're heading anywhere, I think uh, slick roads are kind of the story. We had that snow system earlier that seemed to be just north of Janesville up through Waverly. It uh, looks, at least on the radar, like it's dissipated, but uh, ice for sure. It was very warm yesterday, very cold last night, and so that has created some ice and some icy conditions on the road this morning. Okay, it's time for an Iowa quiz like no other. Carrie Mack has 12 Iowa facts that only true Iowans would know. But instead of presenting them in fact form, she's going to present it in trivia form to JP and to a lesser extent me. Now, JP's a lifelong Iowan. You were born where? In Wacon? In Wacon, yes. And your family's still in the area? They live in what? In Grundy? Grundy Center now, yeah. So mostly eastern and northeastern Iowa. Let's see how you do, and I'm here to help, too. I'll do my best. See, the pressure's on, though. I know. Even the music's got it. Yeah, making it. It's I could, freaking me out. Would you rather? I could play like Ding Dong the Witches <laughs> instead. Like, ease the tension. <laughs> Carrie, are you ready with the questions? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. All right. Let's hear your questions for the lifelong Iowan. Okay. Which apple was originally founded in Iowa? <sighs> Let's see. Johnny Appleseed probably brought it here. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Macintosh. I don't know. I have no idea. Which apple was founded in Iowa? That's a hard one. Yeah. We don't even get multiple choice? No. Well, I don't think it's a Macintosh because that's Apple computers use that for their computers and they're California based. I don't. I wouldn't even know where to guess. I, Granny Smith. I know the Honeycrisp, I believe, is from Minnesota. Yeah. That's where it got its roots. That by. sounds right. Yeah. I don't know. It's Red Delicious. Oh, oh, I knew that, too. I knew that. Well. I hate the Red Delicious. I'll just say that. <laughs> what do you I'm not a fan of Red Delicious More apples. like Brown Delicious. You cut those puppies <laughs> open and they brown right away. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's okay. That was a tough one. What do you got next, Carrie Mack? Okay. True or false? I'll give you a, an easier question. Iowa has the highest literacy rate in the United States. Hmm. I would say True. Well, I guess I'll go with you on that. What is it, Carrie Mack? It's true. Oh, good. Iowans uh, have a 99% literacy rate, and they have the some of the highest SAT scores in the country. That ain't bad. 
<laughs> okay, what is one of the most well-known conventions held in Iowa? Iowa State Fair. What? Not excluding the Iowa oh, State Fair. Oh, really? The uh, Hawkeye Farm Show. No, the National Hobo Convention. Oh, really? my god! Yes. There's apparently a hobo museum as well. It's in uh, Britt, Iowa. Britt. You know the county? That's, that's, that's west. western Iowa, yeah. yeah. We don't talk about them. <laughs> They're out of the listening area. They don't have, count. Have you ever noticed Fremont County looks like the state of Iowa? Just like it facing does. the wrong yeah. Have you ever noticed yeah. that? It looks just like the state looking in a mirror. Okay, sorry, Carrie. What's the next one? Okay, so I know Iowa is pretty much landlocked, like from the ocean and any like major huge bodies of water. But there is actually a an island in Iowa. What's the name of this island? San Susie. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's in Waterloo. It is, and it's flooded enough times that it's uh, barely an island yet, but. Like, uh, is this an island where people reside? Are yes. people living on it? There are 500 people no who way. live on this island. I'm going to guess that it's in western Iowa off the Missouri River. Because if it was on be. the Mississippi, I think I would have known about it. Am I correct in that? No, it's actually on the Mississippi River. Oh, jeez. It's called Sabula. Sabula Island. Oh, yes. Yeah. I have never heard of that. Do you actually know this? I did, but I didn't know people resided on it. I didn't know that you could actually live on this. Yeah. But I've heard of the town, yeah. Is yeah. Sabula like an Iowa getaway kind of almost resorty town? Or is it just the residents that go there? I have no clue. I'm just... <laughs> The way I picture it is kind of like, you know how, like, the lost island of Roanoke happened? I'm uh, not familiar. Yeah, where people just disappeared. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm, like, kind of picturing, that sort of situation. I, I want to say this is near the Quad Cities in the southeastern corner of the state. Oh, so it's, okay, so it is east. It's north of Davenport. I'm looking it up right now. But I've, I've heard of it, yeah. If is Elwin that, was here, if our news director, Elwin, would probably have knows 500 pages of information on this city. So it must be in the Mississippi area. Though, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I've Googled it. They have uh, bomb fire pizza. That sounds really good. That's the first thing that showed up when I Googled it yeah. as well. All right, Carrie Mack. Well, before you're we go You're stumping on, us. Wow. Yeah, you're doing a good job with uh, the, the Iowa boy here and the adopted Iowa boy are struggling. Okay, I'll make this one a bit easier. This one will be multiple choice. Uh, Iowa has the blank highest motorcycle ownership uh, numbers in the U.S. First, second, third, or fourth. Oh, boy. I feel like there's so many, so many motorcycles. And a lot of them will go to Sturgis in August. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say second. Oh, I'm trying to in intensify things here. Uh, I'll say third, just to be different. You're right, it's oh, third. Well, I guess. Do you know who are one and two? No. Dang it, Carrie. Come on, Carrie Mack. I only know the Iowa facts, and I also know that the Liberty Bell is in Pennsylvania. That's all I know about anything. All right, why don't you give us one more, and then uh, the rest you can check out on the K92.3 app. Carries 12 facts about the state of Iowa. Okay, so this one was really cool to find out. It's kind of a bit of a feminist history story. The first female blank is from Iowa. Lawyer, doctor, or nurse? Maybe she was a nurse that was going for her law degree. I... <laughs> I'm saying nurse. I think I've heard this story before. I think it's nurse, too. No, it's the first female lawyer. Dang it. 
Her well, name is... I don't have her name. Objection. No, Arabella Mansfield. There we go. Hmm. Arabella Mansfield. Did she have, like, was she part of a practice? Did she open her own? I guess you have to look into that on her own. All I know is that she's from Burlington, Iowa, and her name is Arabella Mansfield. Okay. A lot of these happen, a lot of these facts are from the southeastern part of the state yeah, so far that yeah. we went through. Huh. Well, here's what I have learned. Right now, if we left right now, we could get to Bombfire Pizza in two hours and 15 minutes. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> it's not going to be a nice enough day to sit on what looks like a lovely patio, but you know what? We'll still go. We'll be back on March in the morning. We won't go, but we are going to turn the uh, reins of trivia over to you for Gender Bender, a chance to win a mud and honey gift card coming up. Are you ready? It's time to play Gender Bender on Marks in the Morning. Hey, Johnny Marks, who are our contestants today? Well, this morning we are going to have a battle between Dustin from Waterloo and Terry, who's calling from Denver. Dustin, I'll start with you. How are you doing this morning, buddy? Fantastic. So glad to hear that. Your opponent, Terry, on the other line. How are you doing this morning, Terry? Great. I'm also so glad to hear that. And as we get ready to play Gender Bender, I'll remind you each that you'll get three questions aimed at the opposite gender. Whoever has the stronger score wins in the event we need it like we did yesterday. We have a tiebreaker question that will be percentage-based and will avoid a second tie. Dustin, you got through first this morning, so it's up to you. Who's going first, you or Terry? Terry. Okay, that means Mr. JP will ask you your questions, Terry, and you may fire when ready. All right, Terry, I hope you're thirsty this morning. Name a beer that starts with the letter C as in cat. Coors. Ding, ding. We would have also accepted Corona. Or, or what did you say earlier? Conover Cucumber from Pivo. I don't <laughs> think it's in right now, but it's very good. It's a summer beer. One for one. In basketball, Terry, what do you call it when a player dribbles the ball, stops, and then starts dribbling again? Traveling. Close. They're on the same line, but it's actually a double dribble. That's what the uh, Iowa State Cyclones must be doing all season. <laughs> Man, they're rough this year. Terry, what do you call the spiral ridge on a screw? Thre- a thread. Yes. Nice job. Very well. Two out of three. Terry, that's a very good score. And we'll go from Terry to Kerry. Dustin, you're going to get your questions. You need to at least match two to force a tiebreaker. You can still win it outright. Let's see how you do. Okay, Dustin, let's go. Name a fruit that starts with the letter P, as in porcupine. <laughs> pineapple. Yes. I was going to say P as in pineapple, but that would have given it away. <laughs> it would have been worse if Dustin would have got it incorrect right. you said that. I can think of peach. Is there another one? Uh, pear. pear. Papaya. Oh, wow. Pear. Pumpernickel. Um, let's move on. <laughs> What's another name for a green onion? A green onion. Shallot. That's a really good guess. Yeah, I have scallion. Yeah, a shallot is something else. That's like an onion type vegetable. They also do grow the green stems, but they're not an onion. They're in the same family. Is that the Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper song? Yeah, yeah, in the shell, shell, scallion. I always confuse scallions and scallops. (laughs) Well, well, I mean they're completely different, but I always confuse the two. They taste good together, though. There's no doubt about it. All right, you need to get this one right in order to win, now that we're hungry. (laughs) Well, now that you're hungry, you might want to go to bed, because what do you call the cloth skirt that hangs off the box spring of a bed? The cloth skirt that hangs off the box spring of a bed. Bed skirt? I have dust ruffle. The cloth skirt? Yeah, I... 
I've always known it as a bed skirt as well. I've never even heard the term dust ruffle. I like it. It sounds like a potato chip. Yeah. I, I think he, we're going to accept your answer because okay. there's so a lot of these, like your first, both of your first questions have multiple answers, and I would have said the exact same thing. So we're going to go to our tiebreaker, and James will ask it, but before he does, I'll remind you that, uh, t- uh, Terry, you'll go first on the question here when we get to it. It's percentage-based from 1 to 100. Good luck. All right. According to a survey, what percent of people have caused an accident because they were distracted behind the wheel? Tiger Woods. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> 62%. All right. 62%. And Dustin, what's your guess? 60%. The correct answer is a very low 14% is all. 14%? Yeah. Oh. Wow. I would have thought it would have been a lot higher, too. Or at the very least, people are lying. <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah. No, I'm not distracted while driving. Yeah. That was a good round. That was fun. Uh, we still have one more day of gender bender for both of you. Uh, Dustin, you won, so you'll have to wait out. But, uh, Terry, call us back as early as tomorrow and try again, okay? Thanks. Thank you. Have a wonderful Bye-bye. day. Bye-bye, Terry. Drive safe if you have somewhere to be this morning. Congratulations, Dustin. You are our winner this morning. Of course, gender bender, a daily chance to win. And the guys really needed it because they've only won 15 times prior to your win this morning. So you're number 16. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. Before I let you go or put you on hold, are you going to work right now, or what do you got going on, Dustin? Nope, just dropping off my son at school. Awesome. Okay. Hope he has a great day. Oh, bye-bye. I hear him. Bye. Bye. Hang on one sec. We'll uh, get your information off the air. This is Parmalee with uh, Blanco Brown. It's called Just the Way. I love you. Lee Bryce performing at the Five Flag Center in Dubuque, one of the first concerts we've had to talk about in a long, long time. That show is coming up. On March 13th, which is a Saturday, we'll have tickets to give away after the interview with Lee. We're very excited to have him on the phone. Good morning. Lee Bryce here. How are hey. y'all doing? Good. Lee Bryce, how are you doing, Lee? We're so excited to have you on the phone. Thanks so much for calling us up. Absolutely, man. We're a uh, good day. We're going to uh, do some writing today, I believe, and uh, some work on the studio. And so uh, we're excited about getting back out on the road no kidding yeah Man, we absolutely cannot wait we are so excited first and foremost uh, we're in waterloo iowa and your show is i would say about 90 minutes away dubuque is not too terribly far before we get into all the iowa stuff man your last album hey world just came out I mean, this is a pretty much a brand new album and you actually get to go out on tour to support it which is sweet yeah i mean i've kind of been missing out on these first couple of songs you know and and uh really you know, really wishing I was out there playing these songs, but it's going to be really cool to get out there and hear people sing these songs back that have already been big hits. So, man, it's going to be, I got a feeling we're going to have some extra fun that night. I know we're all really excited. Were there any artists that you discovered in 2020? Because I know I have spent a lot of time at home uh, and listening to all new music. So are there any artists that finally got on your radar? You know, I was doing so much. You know, I didn't listen to a whole lot of new music, but I did. I heard, you know, obviously I listened to the radio if I was headed to work or whatever. And, you know, there are multiple artists that I really, really love. You know, I mean, Nico is so cool, but I already kind of knew he was so talented because I, I knew that Nico Moon was, you know, a big writer and all this. And I knew kind of his style, and but I love what he's doing. But, you know, the song, when, when Gabby Barrett came out with her song, I thought, well, that's that's really special, you know. And uh, so I was I was immediately like, kind of drawn to her and I kind of I loved her voice and that song was great so you know that's a couple right off the top of my head that I really love this year and you know it kind of is I thought about them and thought you know having your first big hit 
and not being able to play the shows and not being able to feel that song rise, it made me feel for it for the new, you know, new artists that went through that. But it also, you can't complain about having a hit, you know, even if you can't get out and play them or not. But eventually, she'll be out there, and, and uh, those new artists will be out there, and they'll be playing. They'll get to see what it feels like to hear those big hit songs sing back to them. When it comes to uh, bonding with their fans, I mean, country stars are second to none. And you've got a Cameo account. And uh, Carrie and I, we were talking about Cameo the other day on the show. Is there any strange request or video that you, you had to make for somebody that really stuck out to you? I mean, you know, like... Uh, uh, it, but I guess um, one of the one of the I wouldn't say it's strange, but it was uh, you know it definitely stood out. Was hey, can you basically ask my girl to marry me? Nothing. <laughs> 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 yeah. How could she say no to Lee Bryce? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> okay, and uh, you know, so uh, but yeah, I, I love doing that. That's a really cool way to to really personally be able to be in a conversation with somebody or, or connect with them and. Uh, uh, it's uh, that was a cool thing that came out. <laughs> yeah, that was a little. Uh, that was. I was like, man, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope it worked out for him. I hope she said yes. I hope so too. <laughs> yeah. So we're so happy that you're coming back to Iowa. We're all really pumped for this concert. Are there any places here in Iowa that you've fallen in love with, or you just like visiting when you come over? Well, I just love the area as a whole because, like, when I come play anywhere in your area, it's like. I grew up in I grew up in Sumter, South Carolina, and when I come out to see y'all, it feels like I'm going home because the people are so alike. I mean, we're we're a little bit crazy, and we love to have some beer, and <laughs> we love to, we love our music, you know, and like like with a with a little bit deeper passion than some uh, some other places around, you know. And I'm not sure if it's that, you know, uh, it was not like you know I grew up in a smaller town, and so there wasn't like there was a whole lot of big city life stuff to do. It was like, so we loved to do the things like that, that just required us and our friends and a cold beer, a tailgate, you know, and that's how it is. You know, when I feel like anywhere out there we come, I feel like the majority of everybody that comes in, you know, feels the way I do. And we just love having a, just a straight up good time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, people are so ready to have a good time. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I think, you know, we are, and I know we are as, as artists and like my band, you know, and, we're so excited to be out there playing live music and feel the voices coming back and look in the eyes of the people. Uh, but I know that it's, it's, it's got to be the same way on the other side. People, you know, I've seen the passion that people have for their, for their concerts and for coming to concerts and seeing and being involved. And, and so I know there's a hole in all of our hearts that we, we will hopefully get to feel here coming up here in a couple of weeks. Lee Bryce is with us on Marks in the Morning. Thank you, Lee Bryce, for calling us up. We're going to talk to him a little bit more, but first... I want to play his song, I Hope You're Happy, with him and Carly Pierce because our most asked questions were actually about his collaboration. So we're going to play this now. Be back with more with Lee on the mighty K92.3. It's Marks in the Morning. On the 13th of March, more info on the show on the K92.3 app, and we'll give away some tickets here when we're done. Okay, so there it is. I Hope You're Happy from Carly Pierce with you, Lee Bryce. And a common question we got centered around you and her performing the song. Unfortunately, at the CMAs, it wasn't able to happen. But because that song was such a huge hit, everybody wanted to know, have you had a chance to actually perform it with Carly yet? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we did it. Um, we've done it now. I will say it's not like we did it. We've done it as much as normally, you know. But we uh, we did it on the opera together uh, when they, they had nobody in the audience. It was just the cameras. You know, they had it separated on the stage. It was kind of odd, and we did it, you know, uh, uh, we actually, there was a, 
there's a thing called the Waffle House Awards. And so it was really cool, actually. And we actually performed it live there together. Uh, and we've done it a number of other times, um, probably four or five other times together. And it actually took us a second. You know, the first couple of times we were so nervous because the song is so unique and backwards and forward, you know, back back and forth with how, who's speaking to who and when and and why and what they're saying because all the lyrics sort of changes. And so it was really funny to both of us. It took us a minute to kind of really get our groove down on it. But um, normally that would happen, but then you'd play it a hundred more times. And so we haven't got to play it a lot to answer the question, but we have definitely played it played it a few times. And uh, and it is really fun. Sleep Rice chatting with us live on Marks in the Morning. I think the question on everybody's mind that I have to ask before we let you go, is Charlie coming with you? Charlie will be with me when I'm on that. Hey, there oh, we yeah. go. Yeah, she's a... Uh, She's awesome, and uh, we've been hanging out a bunch lately, and, and she's just something sweet, and she's learning, and she's already so smart, so we'll, we'll have her on the road. There you oh, go. Oh, that's great. It's kind of like having a mascot and a best friend. That's right. <laughs> a great reason to follow Lee Bryce on Instagram right there. If you if you love cute puppy photos, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's not, not a lot of people that can offer a great country experience and cute puppy photos. You, you can get it all in one place. <laughs> I swear she's still a puppy, but she's gotten so big, so I'll, I'll have to do some more pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for giving us your time today. I know you're busy, and I know you're excited to get back on the road. We've got all the information on your show in Dubuque at the Five Flags Center on March 13th on the K92.3 app. I'm going to bump that to the top so people looking to get tickets can still get them. Get them quick, though, because they're going fast, and Lee Bryce is going to be a great show. He's been at the Five Flags Center. It's been a couple years. Uh, don't miss out on your chance to go see him live. And, Lee, we're so excited to have you back in the state of Iowa in a couple weeks. We are, too, and uh, thank y'all for having me this morning. And we will see you in a couple weeks. Good morning. It is time to give away tickets to see Lee Bryce. By the way, you can vote on our uh, Throwback Thursday third on the app, Facebook. We've got a link up, the website, uh, you name it. Uh, we are going to give away our tickets to see Lee Bryce at the Five Flags Center uh, right now. If you have been listening but maybe haven't listened after 9, we haven't done this before 9 o'clock yet, but every Thursday we're giving away tickets. We're doing sort of our takeoff on Lee Bryce's song, That Don't Sound Like You, by playing the accent game. And we each pull an accent. We give you Lee Bryce lyrics. We don't sing them. We just sing them in the accent. And you guess the accent. Now, Carrie and I will kick it off. JP will actually give you the chance to win. So don't call. I mean, you can call right now if you want. But this is not going to be the accent. You want me to go first? Basically, this is me getting a chance to embarrass myself in yes. front of Johnny, Carrie, and all the listeners. Hey, we've all gone around so far. Yeah, this uh, will be my second time. <laughs> I know, but next week will be Carrie's second okay. time. All right, here we go. My accent is pulled. I can, if I can get it out. All right. Oh, Carrie, you're going to be thrilled that I pulled this one because off the air I do this accent all the time. You guys will know this right away. But, again, this is not for the prize. It's just for you, too. I'm going to do uh, his new song, Hey World. Uh, hey, world. I just need some space. Uh, could you give me a minute to catch my breath today? <laughs> uh, I don't need that long. And I ain't going nowhere. Uh, see if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Uh-huh. You do that voice quite often off the air now I that I actually hear it, but that would be the king, correct? The king. Yeah, yeah, me king, Elvis Presley. Uh -huh. You're right. <laughs> oh, I love yeah, baby. All right, Carrie Mack, you get a shot here. JP and I will guess, and then uh, you can call 833-4985. Why is it you do your Elvis impersonation all the time? Uh, I, I am know. curious. Uh, I don't know. But it's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. I, I like to think it's somewhere between when Elvis was si skinny and attractive and then near the end. Somewhere in between there. 
Like so he's like not almost a heartthrob. not quite jumpsuit Elvis yet. Yeah, a little bit quite. before that. Okay. I mean, even when Elvis did go towards the end of his career, he was still incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Carrie Mack, what you got? Uh, I can't tell you, but I'll try. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> her face says it all. She's not. This is not her favorite. There's a rumor going around. No, I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> you got four words in. I know. There's a rumor going around about. No, I'm doing it so wrong. Oh my gosh. Mm. Uh, s- radicals stirring up. Is <laughs> <laughs> this like surfer dude? Yeah, I can't is it? Do as soon it. as you said radical, I was, that's the problem. And you were doing, not, yeah, <laughs> you were doing the hand motions again, so I, I got that. You were doing like the shaka bra. Yeah. I try to get into it because I'm so bad with accents, but I will accept this as my fate. Okay. Um,. This is for all the marbles. Before JP, why don't you go ahead and pull your info, okay. and I'll get. Uh-huh. We're looking for call eight three three four ninety eight five. Skyscraper's been taking callers off the air, so when I pick it up, it's in, it's uh, caller number ten. So I'm just going to let him finish getting the lines. Will you check your accent out? Uh, I'm trying to find one I didn't do yet already. Okay. Because you're the master of the accents. That's right. You have had the most. Oh, I, okay. I don't know if I could do this one though. Well, we'll see. Hi. Good morning. Who's this? Amber. Hi, Amber. Where are you calling from today? Fairbanks. Okay, Amber from Fairbank might have a date with Lee Bryce in Dubuque if she can uh, predict, or I should say, uh, correctly transcribe JP's accent. JP, are you ready? Sort of. Amber from Fairbank. I don't know if my voice can do this anymore. Maybe 20 years ago I could pull this one off. Oh, I'm excited. I don't know what it is. Unless Carrie saw it, I have no idea what it is either. (laughs) If I sang this person slash character song it'd be way too easy because it's a very recognizable song do you have the uh, songs for lee bryce there oh, the... oh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i just gave them to you oh, they're right there they're right there right under the box oh i got it okay yeah. good i don't want to sing this person's song <laughs> i don't know if i can get my voice this high i don't dance but here i am <laughs> spinning you round and round in circles oh i know it ain't my style, but I don't care. Oh, no. Does it sound like the character at no, all? No, it sounds like. Don't guess, Michael Jackson. I, no, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised my voice can I, still go this high. That sounds like near no. No, it sounds yeah. Don't think Michael Jackson because I know what it is. And Carrie <laughs> is so excited, so excited that he drew this and was just hoping that he would. So you guys both have an idea what this is? I know is? what yeah. it is because right. when you were out of the room, Carrie's like, oh, my gosh, I've got one for the game. Oh, you just put this one in? Yeah. It was rigged. And I was hoping I didn't pull it earlier. So think, uh, Amber, outside of uh, singers for this. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, it's going to be hard to. Do you need me to do more? Please say no. Oh, my God, please, yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, Amber! And if you're one of them girls <laughs> that ain't trying to meet nobody, you're just here for the party. <laughs> oh, no. JP loves you. There you go. Yeah, that's, that might be your best clue there. I have no idea. Bat Midler. Bat Midler! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Unfortunately, it's not. It's not but before we give up... This is a really hard one. Can I take a stab at it? Yes. I don't think I can do it any better. Uh, <clears throat> if you could do it in this character's normal voice rather than read the lyrics, it'd be way too easy. That's yeah, what it would be. Oh, no, it is harder than I thought. Can I see the lyrics? Yeah, you can. Hello, Amber. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, on a desk-filled road, lost in some no-name town. A thousand miles from home. It's, you know, it sounds like uh, 
You sound like a sick gizmo from the Gremlins <laughs> movies. Oh, Gamer, I love you. I'm trying to give her clues. You sound like a pirate's pick. Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, that's a good throwback that's a to throwback. the 80s. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's not Teddy Ruxpin, unfortunately. <laughs> I tell you what, Avery, try again, all right? I'm going to let you go, but you can call back if you if it comes to you, all right? Good, thank you. Oh, this is a hard one. We might have to pull another card. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Hello, hello. Sarah. Did you say Sarah? Yeah. Sarah, do you have any idea that difficult accent? I think it sounds like Pee Wee Herman. Oh, it does oh. kind of sound like Pee Wee Herman. It's not Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Try again, though, if, you, if it comes to you. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Sheila. Okay, Sheila, I know it's a tricky one. We know it's not Pee Wee. We know it's not uh, Michael Jackson or Teddy Ruxpin, Ruxpin, but it is obviously a high-pitched character, and everybody's on the right track when they're doing a character. It's not just a person's natural voice. Do you have a guess? It's a SpongeBob. Oh, that's a great guess. It isn't SpongeBob. I don't even know how he talks. But she's uh, you're on the right path because it's, uh, it's not a human. It's definitely well, yeah. not a human. Yeah. Played by a human, but not a human. I'm so sorry. Call us back, Sheila. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Matt. Okay, Matt, for uh, an attempt to steal the Lee Bryce tickets, who is the character JP and then I did, tried to do? Elmo. It is Elmo. Nice job. Oh, hi. I was, everyone kept getting it wrong. I thought, was my Elmo that bad? I thought It just I'd... sounded like a dead ringer for Michael Jackson. <laughs> Did like, it really? I thought so. Ah, like he's talking like Michael Jackson. <laughs> you guys, you guys just sound like the South Park characters. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that would have been a good guess a too. Yeah. too. Matt, you got it right. Where are you calling from? Well, right now we're out doing a little salting, keeping everybody safe. Good. Well, that's nice to hear. Hang on for a second. We'll get your information. Uh, off the air, and JP will get your information in the Elmo voice. <laughs> we'll be right okay. back. We're running a little behind. We're going to get to your Throwback Thursday Throwdown, but news and weather first. Oh yeah, hell yeah, indeed! Congratulations, Carrie Mack. You have won the Throwback Thursday Throwdown. More throwbacks all throughout the day. It's Thursday. We do them all day, every hour, and of course at noon. Rewinds and requests. The first six songs of the hour are all your requests. They can be plenty old. They can be newer. Doesn't matter. It's your. Uh, first part of the lunch hour to decide. All right, 843, we'll do national news in a bit, but JP first has a history lesson. Didn't didn't you want me to have music for this? Yeah. And I did have one for you yesterday. Yeah, yesterday you had some very Hispanic. Yeah. There it is, I'm yes. I'm not sure why this got picked, but I was put on the spot to come up with music. Well, I was upset because I didn't have any certain theme music for any of my little segments, and everyone else I felt oh, yeah. left out of the loop. Weird News Rodeo has its own shtick. Yeah, but you just whip me, you know, so... <laughs> And Howard Dean's in the background, but this is good. doesn't really fit with today's story, but <laughs> 270 years ago today, for a penny, for one cent in New York City, people could watch Manny the Monkey play a musical instrument, ride a goat while wearing a clown costume, and hit people with a stick while smoking cigarettes. Manny the Monkey was the first <laughs> performing chimp ever in the United States of America. And to be honest, the only one I've ever heard of. <laughs> because of Manny's success, however, Chim Chim the chimpanzee showed up to compete with him. Oh, not Chim Chim. But Chim Chim could ride a pig. He would suck down whiskey and not smoke cigarettes. He would smoke a cigar. What? And if you paid if you paid Chim Chim enough money, he would throw his feces at someone in the crowd. Oh. 
but that's what they do. Chim Chim was the first monkey ever committed to an AA program <laughs> due to his lust for whiskey. Well, and he probably ended up like uh, George Burns. I just picture him with the big cigar and like you know talking back to people. Well, Chim Chim and Manny did not get get along at all. They hated each other, as you'd imagine. A screaming monkey fight would break out many times in the streets of New York. So later on, Manny the monkey was found dead in his cage. Oh, oh no! Oh my God! The this public escalated. assumed, yeah, this gets dark. The public assumed that he just died of old age and drinking too much liquor. But Manny's handler always claimed that the old monkey could handle his gin, but that Chim Chim and his owner had something to do with his death. <gasps> but the police never investigated. Chim Chim. So Manny the performing monkey, first one ever in the United States, made his debut 270 years ago today in New York City. Some crazy monkey business right there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Get this on Dateline. This is a monkey murder mystery gone awry. <laughs> Can you imagine was that Stephen Mankiewicz? <laughs> yeah. Chim Chim was found dead in his cage. <laughs> well, that was a dark history lesson and a little bit morbid, but... Yeah, uh, you didn't see that one coming, I did, did not, you guys? I did not know this was a thing back... What year did you say? Or what year? 1751, so 270 years ago today. Wow. Do not complain about there not being enough stuff on Netflix ever again. Because it could be worse. Just saying. You can't get feces thrown at you watching Bridgerton. We'll be back in a few minutes with Nashville News. Carrie, give us a sneak peek. What you got? One of our favorite country stars actually came down with COVID. Uh-oh. We'll get the update from Carrie in just a couple minutes. Carrie Mack on this side of me. JP on the other side of me. I'm Johnny Marks. And uh, if you live in Waterloo, you're being reminded to clear your storm drains. If you have snow kind of burrowing over Clear that away because as the snow starts to melt, which it has over the last few days, that will help prevent flooding, ponding, and ice on the roads. Now, we've already had a few issues today alone with uh, slick spots on the road. So if you do live in Waterloo and you're a homeowner or you're by a drain, just uh, clear it off if you can, if you got some time. We're talking about sleeping here. Everybody seems a little tired today. I get it. I am. Carrie, JP, we're all a little tired. Carrie, how many pillows do you sleep a night? How many do you have under your head and neck? I have two under my head. I grip one to sleep, and then I, like, splay out my <laughs> hand on the other one to kind of assert dominance over the bed. And the, and the pillows. <laughs> and the pillows. Um, <laughs> this bed is mine. It is mine. It's a king-size bed. In case it tries to escape, you have yeah. your grip on it. <laughs> if the bed, yes, we've got bigger issues if the bed's trying to get away. So you, you, you spread out. So you have two pillows underneath your neck and head as support. Mm -hmm. A third one you're holding on to and then a fourth one that you're at least coming in contact with. Yeah, I'm like that's where my hand sleeps. That's my hand's pillow. You have a decadent sleep pattern. I do. Uh, they are silk sheets. No, they're not. <laughs> um, Thousand thread count. Egyptian. <laughs> I don't even know the difference. JP, how about you? How many pillows do you have under your head? I have one under my head. One over my head. Like really? I, I like to keep my eyes covered. You do the Oreo cookie thing. Yeah, and yeah. then I also have a big body pillow that I put between my knees. It's supposed to help your back. And ever okay. since I started doing that, I never have back problems. That is so fascinating. I haven't really. I see, you see it on TV. I've never actually seen a person with a pillow on their head. For, yeah, for intentionally. You know what? And, <laughs> yeah. and my dad always slept that way too. I remember, and he always had a fan on in the room, and I do the same thing. Okay. I have a pillow over my head, fan on in the room. I need I, that white noise blocking it out. Yeah, I totally get the fan. I just sleep with two pillows. I do grip or clutch a pillow like you carry. I I can't say I have a. I don't think I have a fourth one somewhere in the general area, but uh, that's interesting. I'm 
I'm fascinated by JP's one pillow on the head, one pillow and underneath the head. The pillow that is on my head is a pillow pet. Do you guys know what a pillow pet is? Yes, I do. It's, my kids got it for I me years ago. It's a pillow and it's a pet. It's a pillow pet. Yeah. Uh, what animal is it? It's a dog, brown dog. Oh, my gosh. What a cutie patootie. So Johnny doesn't know this, but you can fold it up, and it's almost like it, it doesn't have legs, but it almost can stand up, and it's got a little Velcro strap to make it. I never use it as an actual pet. It's always my pillow, though. <laughs> That's funny. What is it? Is it for kids to help them fall asleep? Yeah it's, yeah, it's just like a toy pillow for kids, but they got me one for Father's Day a number of years ago, oh. and it's very comfortable. I went to their website. They have a Star Wars line of pillow pets. Oh, Johnny's hooked now. Yeah. We know what we're getting him for Christmas and for his birthday and for every single holiday that comes up. St. Patrick's Day? St. Patrick's Day? That'd be a good one for the Baby Yoda pillow coming soon. Uh, It's cool. I did not know. Oh, the R2-D2 one displays light. Oh, uh, well, how are you supposed to sleep with a pillow that has light? <laughs> I have That's no idea. That's the whole point of a pillow for me is put it over my head so I can't see anything. I think a Chewbacca pillow pet is perfect. He's already <laughs> furry. <laughs> <laughs> he makes sounds every time you lay on him. Yeah, put your head on him. That'd be worse than having a light. <laughs> <laughs> my sister had a collection of pillow pets. I didn't know this was a thing. What's with them. you and your family in abundance of pillows? Uh, Runs in the family. I th- well, it's not genetic because she's adopted, but um, uh, she just loved she loved pillow pets. She would get them all the time. She had like a ladybug. She had a bunch of Disney ones from when we went to Disney. It's wild. Wow, I wonder who came up with the idea for a pillow pet. What a bajillion dollar idea! They probably had no idea it would take off. You start with an unlicensed animal like JP's dog, and then turns into Disney. I remember when the kids got it to me at first, you know, when they give you, it's like when a child draws you a photo, they're like, what is it, dad? And you're like, uh, it's a sun. No, it's a raft. Oh, uh, uh." (laughs) they gave me this dog and I thought, is it a sheep? They're like, it's a puppy. I'm like, yes, it's a puppy. It's a puppy. (laughs) I wasn't sure what it was. (laughs) I think it's a hilarious idea. Now I will have to buy a pillow pet uh, or at least look into this. The Chewbacca one looks delightful. We're going to go to Johnny's in the near future, and he's going to have like 30 different pillow pets, not even on yeah. the bed, just all over the place as the pet, and he just plays with yeah, them. It's his like I, actual pet. I started collecting those pop, Funko Pop. Yeah. Yeah, I have a few of those. And, and I realized, and I'd take them out. I didn't hold on to them like they're precious and put he them in the box. Them. My precious. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny you should mention I'm still looking for a golem one <laughs> if you come across one. Uh, and I realized that all they do is just... They're just kind of there. Yeah, they collect dust. Like at least a pillow pet you can snuggle with, uh, you know, probably interact with. But they're just – I haven't bought one in years because they just kind of are. You know, like a shot glass collection. You can but drink yeah. from it. It could uh, be something eventually might be worth something. It, it could, could be a be. retirement fund for like you. Like I say, I keep taking them out of their package. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. increases the value. Yeah. yeah, It's like people who collected Beanie Babies in the 90s. That's like, right. I forgot about yeah, that. that bad. Um, some of them are worth a lot, but some of them are not. So, Johnny, keep that Darth Vader Funko Pop and try not to sell that. because I'll, I'll hold on to it. I have him and I have a couple others. But they're out of their package. Now, do, what about the Princess Di Beanie Baby? Still have that one. Uh, I don't have that. They yet. made a Princess I, Di yeah, Beanie did. Baby? Yeah, my mom has it. I don't technically Wait, have Wait, what? That's yeah. wild. That's got to be worth something. Yeah, yeah. Is, was this before actually, her death? Did no, they I make... believe they did it as a tribute. Okay. It's just a regular Beanie Baby with like a ribbon on it of some sort. I hmm. think it was like the royal crest or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a tribute to her. But yeah, my mom still has it. I don't know where she's got it, but she talks about it. So... 
I'll just have to tell her it's worthless and see if I can get it. <laughs> there you go. We're going to talk about, uh, we've got a couple things coming up. Number one, Weird News Rodeo. That's on the way with JP. Yep. Uh-huh. That's what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently can't find my sound effects. And uh, there we go. And also our student of the week for this week. We'll talk about this. It's Marks in the Morning. And when you hear this music, it must be 20 after 9. It is 9.22 to be exact. And it's time for Weird News Rodeo. It's a roundup of weird news stories every day. JP gives us the highlight for the day. What you got? You've got to whip it. You've got to whip it good, Johnny Marks. Yes, there you go. Or a towel snap. <laughs> a swimmer. Thank you, Howard. A swimmer from the Czech Republic just set a record that most people would describe as absolutely bonkers. The guy's 38 years old. He swam over 265 feet under a frozen lake. Oh, no. So thanks. imagine when you swim, you know, you have to come up for air. Yeah. If this guy needed to come up for air, he could not. Because the lake he was swimming under was covered by foot-thick ice. That makes me feel so claustrophobic and uncomfortable. Oh, I know. So it was frozen on the surface, and the water was a toasty 37 degrees itself. And this dude swam in it in the Czech Republic. I would have turned around. I would have... I guess I would have done the backstroke and gone the other way. So I was curious, how would he get in if it was frozen? They cut out little triangles for him to jump in. So he jumps in and sits there for a few minutes to... I'm sure to get his body acclimated to the cold, you just can't take off. You you know, yeah. if you walk outside and it's super cold, you can't breathe that well? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, he, like much like Howard Dean, he probably <laughs> screamed when he jumped in. And he sat there, and then he swims underwater nearly the length of a football field without taking a breath. Amazing. That's really cool. Is he like a, a professional swimmer? Yeah, he's a professional diver. Did okay. He, have you ever done a polar plunge, either one of you? No, and I don't. I think it'd be one of those fun things I'd want to try. I don't, wouldn't consider it my bucket list, but man, that would be cold. It's on my no bucket list. <laughs> yeah, I've done it, and it's on my never do again list. But it was for charity. It was for Special Olympics, and I would do it again for charity, but. Uh, The warming pool has never felt better. Let's just put it that way. You jump in. You're instantly shocked. It's shallow where we did it. You go straight down. I did. And there's a team of emergency people there. Luckily, they weren't needed. And I was watching everybody before us. And I thought, I'm going to be the one that's going to go down. And the diving crew that looks, you know, they don't look bored. But they look like, you know, ho-hum, ho-hum. They're going to have to come get me. And they didn't. So I was just happy about that. By the way, uh, we're new. Where do zombies go swimming? Oh, no. The Dead Sea? Jeez. There's video footage of this guy breaking the record (laughs) and some drone footage as well. It's posted on the K92.3 app. There you go. We'll be back in just a couple minutes on Mark's in the Morning. And like a sheep, we'll do the backstroke, huh? Huh? All right. Stop. (laughs) We'll be back. Student of the Week. We'll talk about it next. It is... Uh, you can get in uh, a request by tapping the message button on the K92.3 app. I think it says message K923. It comes right to us like a text. And we'll do our best to respond to every message, whoever's on the air. All right. We have uh, a very, I love this. Every week we get to pick a student of the week from a Waterloo public school student uh, from our collection of, uh, of students that have been nominated. Keep those coming too. That's right on the app. And this week's student, I always love when you have a, a kid with a bow in their hair. I just think that's the cutest thing. <laughs> I don't have any kids. I've tried it with the cats. They hate the bow on the hair or the head. But uh, You've tried it on yourself and it didn't really work? It didn't work. I don't have enough hair. JP and I, we'd have to use a lot of tape. <laughs> yeah, and that hurts when you try to pull the tape off your yeah. scalp. And it's just not the same look that we're going for. You've tried this before, obviously, JP. Yeah, this morning I did, yeah. Did your okay. kids ever do this to you, like try to dress you up with stuff? When Jalen, my daughter, was just a toddler, um, I was I was working mornings 
early mornings, and I would end up taking a nap. And while I would sleep on the floor, she would get her little makeup kit out, <laughs> and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even realize what she had done. And this happened numerous times. Then the doorbell would ring, you know, someone a repairman or something, and I would answer the door. And soon as I would see this person stare at me, I realized, oh no. And then I, I could feel it. I could. You know, she just had makeup and eyeliner and whatever else that stuff's called. Yep. She got you. Yeah. Whatever that stuff is called. Oh, my gosh, JP. I was pretty. (laughs) You're Uh, still pretty. I feel pretty. Thank you. Oh, so pretty. Well, our uh, our winner today is a third grader. Can you tell us about her, Carrie Mack? Yeah, our winner is third grader Arnella H. She's from Lou Henry Elementary. And, boy, her nomination uh, form was full to the brim with all the amazing stuff uh, that her teacher loves about her. Uh, Not only is she a great student academically, like, first off, check mark, that's tough nowadays, but also she is so willing to help others. She's the very first person to offer up help for another classmate, whether it be in a class assignment, but also when someone needs a friend. I think we all need that right now, a good friend. Yeah. And Arnella is being a great friend to other people. But uh, one of the toughest things for anyone is trying things that are outside of their comfort zones. But Arnella is not only getting involved in new sports, but she also spoke at her school assembly. I would love to see that. I bet there's video from her parents. I bet they're very proud. But as you kind of hinted at, this was submitted by a teacher. Yes, it was. Uh, which is super cool. Third grade, What about what age is that? I don't have kids. I can't. Uh, that's my son, youngest son's age, so probably eight, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, you're really learning some uh, some people skills at that age. That's sweet. Well, we're looking forward to hearing a lot more from Arnella in the future, a future leader. And uh, this week, our student of the week from where you said Lou Henry? Yes, Lou Henry Elementary. If your son, your daughter, your niece, nephew, if you're a teacher yourself, you're probably in school right now, but you get the idea. If you are, um, uh, you want to nominate one of the students in your life who goes to a Waterloo Public School, it's super easy. The post that uh, Carrie just referenced is up. You can read about Arnell, and then at the bottom it says nominate. There's a button you just tap nominate. Or if you uh, want to go right for it now, it's on our app or website, k923.fm or the k923 app. It says nominate student. All right, we'll be back with our last Nashville News Minute of the morning and music on the way from Dylan Scott and Darius Rucker. Texting.